0: Bitcoin hits $4,300. It's a stellar day, and we're giving away cryptocurrency. All that and more on this episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Who's bad? Rocket man, Travis is burning up crypto there alone
1: (laughs) and i think it's gonna be a long long time until it goes to the moon
0: and back again yes and (laughs) it's the bad crypto podcast joel here and travis
1: yes welcome to episode 10
0: of yes one zero We're, we're all binary today zero one zero Binary 000 solo. and thank you to all of our listeners. We continue to break records, episode after episode, with more and more subscribers and listeners. Big thank you to you guys, and and today is a day that we do more than usual. We're going to give back in a whole new way, and uh, one hundred of you are going to get some free cryptocurrency today. How's that sound?
1: Free cash money. And uh, I want to say this to you guys, because you guys are amazing. You know, Joel and I have done other shows, and we do other shows, but there's not been any show that I've been a part of, and I know that Joel's mentioned the same thing, that has had this much, you know, uh, engagement and fuel right from the very beginning. I mean, we're the 36th, most popular business podcast in the world right now, according to iTunes, and I don't even know what we are when it comes to uh, investing, But uh, this is all thanks to you guys. So thank you for for liking what we're throwing down because uh, without you guys, we would not stay motivated. You guys are keeping us on fire over here.
0: We are on fire. On Fuego and this podcast, in case you are wondering, in case there's any question, in case there's any doubt in your mind, it is bad we are still relatively new to this we're still figuring it out and as we figure it out as we go along we're sharing what we learn with you and so you know it's funny when anybody reviews and say these guys don't know what we're talking they're talking about we're like "Uh, hello duh did you see the title of the show (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. And uh, and, th- and that's just the way that it is. We are teaching as we are learning. And, you know, we're not trying to be too fluffy in the beginning. We're just jokers at heart, right? We like to have fun, keep it entertaining. And uh, so that's what we do. And I just look, Joel, we are 11th, the 11th top-ranked podcast when it comes to investing. We are past James Altucher. Uh <laughs> Money, uh, Motley Fool. We just passed that. We passed Tony Robbins. Are you kidding me? Mad Money. We're ahead of him. What? Rich Dad. Mad, poor money, dad, Mad dad, money, Riders, money. Mad, Mad Money. Bye, bye, bye. Crazy.
0: Uh, got a uh, a comment and a question from a listener. He says, and he didn't leave a name. He texted our Google Voice number. So, Mister No Name, we won't reveal your phone number. Um, but he said, great podcast so far, guys. Any thoughts on using vaults? on coinbase they seem pretty secure i think the two-day clearing and constant communication throughout those two days is pretty effective so what he's talking about here is if you use coinbase which is the um, low-hanging fruit the easiest way for anybody to get started especially in the u.s with cryptocurrency it's coinbase.com and if you Go through our affiliate link, which is badcode.in forward slash Coinbase in the show notes, and you buy $100 in crypto of any kind from them. You get $10 in free Bitcoin, and so do we. Uh, So anyway, the, the vault is a way to move your cryptocurrency from the Bitcoin, Litecoin, or Ethereum wallet and move it into a secure place that it can't just be accessed at the drop of a hat, right?
1: Yeah, so the Coinbase Vault, and uh, Joel and I have both used it, what it does is it, it creates this extra layer of protection on top of your coin. So say, for example, if...
0: It's a crypto condom. <laughs> it's a
1: it's a crypto condom. Wow. You should
0: practice safe crypto.
1: You should practice safe crypto. And But Joel, Joel did mention the, um, the uh, deterrent of that is that it does take an additional 48 hours or so to get that... That money out of your vault. So Bitcoin wallets, they're great for day-to-day spending, but if you're storing large amounts of uh, crypto, then, you know, especially for long-term, then you want to have some extra security on top of that. And that's what that that, uh, Coinbase vault allows you to do. And uh, time-delayed withdrawals. So withdrawals from your vault have a 48-hour window, uh, multiple approvers. So if you have a joint account, uh, then that has to happen for for both approvers to actually initiate a, a withdrawal. And, uh, yeah, so it allows you to, uh, you know, withdraw with confidence and, and store that. So it's it's safer than just leaving it on, on Coinbase in your wallet. That is for sure. Still, the preferred method is to move that over to cold storage somewhere offline.
0: Yes. And if you are invested in Bitcoin, got to say, it's a beautiful day because uh, it has broken through 4,000 as we mentioned on the last episode, and then just kept moseying up. I saw it hit 4,300. As of right now, as we speak, Bitcoin is sitting at 4,264. So it's finding a new base, um, and uh, where's it going? I don't know, but if you're holding some, you got to be pretty pleased right now.
1: Yeah, it's going to be crazy that day when we're like, oh, my God, you guys, Bitcoin just hit $10,000. And it'll probably happen a lot sooner than any of us thought it would. Who thought uh, a couple of weeks ago when it was $1,800 that we'd be sitting at 4250 plus at this point? That's right. crazy.
0: That's crazy talk right there. And, uh, you know, disclaimers coming up shortly, gang. In fact, we've got a segment coming that is pre-recorded. We actually recorded a segment with the CTO and co-founder of Stellar Lumens, Stellar.org, on um, video. And we're going to tell you where to find this bad crypto extra on YouTube shortly. But before we get there... Um, and along with the disclaimers and why we're interviewing this gentleman, uh, let's talk a little bit about altcoins, of which stellar lumens are an altcoin. So so what you know Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Is everything else an altcoin? You know, I believe that that is the um, the technical term.
1: is that if it's not Bitcoin, then it's an alternative cryptocurrency, right? So it's an alternative coin to Bitcoin and so you know bitcoin is not the only show in town there are other uh, coins out there and so you know bitcoin has its own particular rules new coins are produced every 10 minutes a bitcoin is is mined using lots of computing power Uh, some dedicated computer chips can uh, you know mine bitcoin quicker than others there's only going to be 21 million bitcoins and bitcoin is designed to be a form of electronic money now other crypto coins they have their own rules right so what are some of the differences with uh, litecoin for example
0: joel Well, litecoin creates uh new coins every two and a half minutes which is four times faster than bitcoin so transactions can be confirmed and made a lot faster than bitcoin does they've also got different rules for miners and you know uh and how that all works i don't fully understand it. But, you know, Litecoin, which we've talked about, is an example of an altcoin, an alternative coin. And each altcoin ends up forming its own community. In fact, you know, if you go to coinmarketcap.com, you'll see over 800, you know, Bitcoins up top, and then everything else is an altcoin. And each one of those probably has a Reddit community of its own, a Telegraph community, perhaps a Slack community. And uh, under the altcoin header, there are good coins which are legitimate, or at least intend to be legitimate, and then there are scam coins.
1: Yes, scam coins, and you've heard you've heard us call them shit coins.
0: Well, you have <laughs> in the
1: past. You, yeah, you heard me say one. that because Joel's yeah. very very uh, you know saintly with his words. And, um,
0: <laughs> no, I just let you do all the dirty work. That's oh,
1: right. That's good. I see how it is. Now, when we, when we have our own you know, individual extras, when you and I are just chatting, <laughs> those aren't being recorded. So I can either
0: care. confirm nor deny.
1: That is true. But a lot of problems with these scam coins slash shit coins is that uh, these folks are out there pumping and dumping and they're going out and they're promoting and trying to build lots of buzz about their coin to drive up the value. And then at that point, the seller or the creator of those is going to try to sell as many of their coins as possible leaving that scam coin to fizzle out. So um, not all altcoins are good. Actually, there's just a few of them that are good that I would invest in, and those are typically ones that are gonna be in the top 30 overall, maybe top 50 overall. Uh, coins and uh, I think there's
0: others that are the lower than that there's up-and-comers there's new ICOs that are not yet in the top 50 that are legitimate the Mm -hmm. thing is is you need to look at the white paper you know which details their plan you know not just the math but what this what function this coin serves you have to look at the team behind it who is Absolutely. creating this coin what is their track record what advisors do they have so you know we're going to get more into altcoins in the future because mm. there's a lot of problems are they
1: solving that's a big one yeah what problems are they, are they solving a big problem in an industry that has a big problem that nobody else is solving with blockchain if that happens then you go ah oh, ooh look at this this is an interesting space mm. right Nobody's solving this yet. These guys are. Ooh, good team. Wow, low price. Ooh. and Crypto then you can make problem
0: decisions. solving. And we're going to talk a lot more about all coins in the future because there's new ones coming out. There's existing ones that are worthy of discussion. But right now, we're going to send you to this interview with Jed McCaleb of Stellar.org. You're going to hear a really cool sound effect. It's almost going to be like this warp through time. And then, bam, interview. Buckle in. Here we go. So uh, we told you we were going to bring some altcoins and we are always on the lookout for interesting uh, crypto that's out there. And we promise that we will do our best to always vet those companies and cryptos that we bring before you to the best of our knowledge but of course this podcast is for entertainment purposes we are not financial advisors you are responsible for your own money so please don't take anything that we share with you as investment advice right travis That is correct, because we are not
1: financial advisors. We have been in this process of learning how the whole crypto world works. And in the process of our journey, we are sharing our learnings. And along the way, we've had some pretty amazing conversations. We have learned some amazing things. We've shared with you um, a lot of stuff already. We've gone, I guess, our episode nine dropped last night. And so uh, we are a serial podcast as well. So if you tune into the beginning episodes... Then you can get caught up because we lay the foundation on each episode. gets a little stronger.
0: We break it down. 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 We're building a wall one brick at a time. So uh, that to say that today's uh, podcast, we're going to introduce you to this guy who's like, when are you going to get on with it already? I don't know how much more. (laughs) If you guys break out in song. I'm out of here. Uh, So this is actually a sponsored interview today. And we want to let you know that we are being compensated for our time with bringing this individual and their company to you. However, we're doing it first because we like what they're doing and we think you should meet them. And frankly, don't you think we should get paid a little bit to do this show? I mean, Travis got to eat. So with that said, now it's time to bring in the uh, the individual who's got the deer in the headlights next to us. His name is Jed McCaleb. He is the CTO and co-founder of the currently number 33 cryptocurrency uh in in terms of market cap. What's it, what is it at right now? 193 million um dollars is the market cap. The the organization is Stellar.org. S T L L ar.org and he's he's had uh, experience in um, technology and crypto for some time he uh, founded e-donkey which is uh, some sort of file sharing service i believe uh, founded mount gox and also the founder of ripple which is another cryptocurrency but now he's with stellar.org and welcome jed how you doing good thanks guys thanks for having me on yeah have, have you're not ready to run yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> we haven't scared him off yet.
2: Very uh, nice.
1: Hey, it looks like he's the twi- it's the twenty first uh, size uh, cryptocurrency with market cap right
2: wow. now. Are I'm you
0: sorry. looking at coin market cap? I am. Yeah, one hundred
1: ninety three million. If you sort it by market cap, not market volume, it's higher by volume.
0: Uh, no, I'm looking at market cap, so uh, I'm just, you know, I just want to make sure we have disclosure here. In fact, let me go ahead and I'll pull up my screen here. If we're clicking on all, or if we're clicking on currencies, I am going to share my screen and we're going to bring it up and let's just see what it says. Okay, here.
1: 33. That's on all. If we do all, including currencies and
0: assets, you're correct. Just currencies, it's 21. Ah, uh, okay. So there it is. Of course, the granddaddy bitcoins at the top with 70 billion dollar market cap and there are over how many are there like 847 currencies are listed and uh, these guys very impressive sitting right here uh, with this uh, market cap is stellar lumens which i guess is the currency of stellar is that right Jed? yeah that's right it's like yeah it's our internal
2: native currency we would call
0: it okay so tell us uh what is stellar.org
2: uh, so, well, so the Stellar Network, uh, basically, the goal of it is to be this internet-level protocol for payments. It's uh, the goal is to kind of connect all financial institutions and uh, payment networks together, because right now. Uh, sending money, it's basically the, the aim is to be able to enable sending money cross border. Right now, that, that process is pretty cumbersome and works like pre internet, right? So, um, Stellar is a way, you can sort of think of it as a SMTP is for email. It's this like low level protocol that financial institutions can use uh, to make sending money around seamless, right? So, um, that's what the network is. Uh, Stellar.org is a nonprofit foundation that we set up three years ago. To kind of be the shepherd of the, of this network, to be sort of like Linux Foundation for it, right? Where it it, it maintains the core protocol, uh, and, and it's also responsible for distributing these lumens out as widely as possible to the world. What what's so. the why? What's the big problem
0: that you know that isn't being solved? I mean, right now, bank you can send money bank to bank from Thailand to Canada, right? But what's the issue?
2: So, yeah, I mean, you can. there are certain quarters where you can send money around. Um, for instance, the example you just said, it would probably take a week. You would get hit by extremely high, high fees. If you wanted to send $100 that way, it really wouldn't be possible. The wire fee would probably be like 60 bucks anyway. So, uh, you know, for some use cases, yes, sending money around the world works. But, but broadly speaking, it, it's pretty broken, right? So uh, we do most of our, our work in the developing world. So places like the Philippines or, or Nigeria. And you know, places there, you know, more than half the people don't have bank accounts, right? So you need to be able to send money to their their mobile money operator, or they need to be able to pull out cash from some ATM, things like that. Uh, and uh, and and that 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 system just doesn't work at all right now, right? So this is just so it, it's 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 actually a lot like the way email works. Like right? with email, uh, it it doesn't matter if you're sending a, a message from a university or a business or. or what have you, or somebody running their own mail server? Everyone can send messages to each other because they're following the same protocol. And today, there's there's not one universal protocol that that is used for sending money around, right? There's lots of different ones, and Stellar's a way. It, Stellar's goal is to be this universal protocol, so it doesn't matter if you're a bank or a mobile money operator. If I'm sending one currency and you're receiving another, all these things should be interoperable.
1: Yeah. So so there are there are the remittance fees in these, uh, you know, third world countries and even second world countries are so astronomically high that it makes it not advantageous for people to use the traditional uh, the banking system. Why why do you think the banks are if I wanted to send one hundred dollars, why would the fees be sixty dollars? That doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of it's a result of the just kind of this legacy process the, the, of how the money moves around. Like basically all this, all their software is pretty antiquated and, 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 you know, cumbersome. Like and
0: we went to see their machines. Are there all like command prompts running?
2: Yeah. It's like, there's faxes that people send and there's a lot of manual steps. There's like people. Actually this thing you to... call fax? <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. And the it's other, cool. the other, The other issue is that there's this corresponding banking system, right? So when you want to send money from, say, Thailand to Brazil, it doesn't go directly, right? It has to go to New York first, right? It has to go through the U.S. dollar. And this is true even of countries that are right next to each other, right? So uh, Thailand to, to like, Singapore, it goes to U.S. dollar first, which is – really inefficient right and it, it involves like multiple currency exchanges and currency volatility and all these things
1: right the global is that because of the global reserve currency it has to connect it has to switch to that first before it can be transferred to another currency
2: yeah that's right and and because of, that's the way swift works right like basically every transaction that goes to swift ends up going to us dollar at some point more or less so
0: i want to uh, pull up your website here and uh, there's a lot to go through and we encourage you guys to go to stellar dot org and uh and and poke around but i kind of like uh i wanted you to be able to highlight that which uh, you feel would be most useful because there's a lot of content here so maybe jed you can tell us what you would like to share that you think uh, our, our
2: listeners should know oh sure yeah um yeah there's kind of a lot to wrap your head around i mean i think uh you know generally the cool things for me i mean i i to uh, take a little bit of a technology bent here, but it's just the way, the way the system actually works. So I don't know if you, you want me to actually like lead you through the. Way yeah, let's, and stuff? Let, let's talk
0: about that. Is there somewhere on the site that I can sure, just, just know go know how it works at the top and then works. go read
2: explainers, which is this kind of second link yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, and this okay. kind of like talks about how the system kind of works at, at a high level, right? So, um, it is this decentralized network. Basically, what it what it is is it's a distributed database, right? So it's coming to to consensus about a particular ledger, right? And so in that ledger, we have you know your balance in lumens, but we can also keep your balance in other currencies, right? So that's that's why it's useful for this cross-border uh, use case is you can put your balance in 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 dollars or euros or bitcoin or or whatever in any kind of asset, right? Can be held in there, uh, and then there's this distributed exchange. That allows you to trade between these things, right? So, when you're when you're sending money, say from the U.S. to Mexico, uh, you're holding dollars, and in the network it gets traded into pesos. Uh, and then the person receives pesos, and and there's somebody in the middle that's that's put an order inside Stellar, buying the dollars and selling pesos, right? And then that person's order is taken with this payment, right? So the cool thing is it all happens atomically, meaning that that no one, no, like the sender and receiver are not exposed to currency volatility. They're never holding anything they don't want to hold. Oh. Uh, the whole transaction either succeeds or fails. Um, so it, it, it's it's it's. Much better for sending money internationally because you don't get stuck in in the middle, basically.
0: Uh, a Uh, A couple of things here I want to point out. One, you know, this is a really simple illustration, but as we talk about decentralized networks, this really sums it up. This is an image of a centralized network. You know, so right here in the middle, you've got the bank, right? And we all individually communicate, all institutions, individuals, businesses communicate with that bank. But in a decentralized world, see, there's nobody at the middle. You're always... At the middle, you get to be the center of the universe in a decentralized network. Uh, Now, what stuck out to me here is this distributed exchange. Currently, if I want to buy a certain currency on a different exchange, typically what I do is I go on Coinbase and I buy with cash some Bitcoin, and then I send that Bitcoin to the exchange where I want to purchase the other currency. I sell that Bitcoin and then I buy. Uh, or, or whatever uh, you know currency I've got, and then I buy the other. It, there's a lot of steps to it. It's complicated. So you're saying that Stellar makes it a lot easier and faster to make that exchange?
2: Yeah, it, it makes it easier and faster, and also makes it where there's less counterparty risk, right? Like you, you have, you still have when you put Bitcoin in the network, you still have what we call an anchor that is that is actually holding the the, the real Bitcoin, and there's a, a Bitcoin token inside Stellar, but. Uh, But basically, you're free to choose who your anchor is, and all these different um, Bitcoins can interact with each other inside the network, right? So uh, it's just a much more fluid, flexible system, and it pulls the liquidity from everybody, right? So you don't have to go to, like, lots of different exchanges to to do this, right? It's all inside one system. So it, it should be more efficient in the long run.
1: So is that located inside your your Stellar wallet? Where exactly is this located at? So where would my Bitcoin be if I'm you know using um, this protocol to buy Bitcoin? Where is that located at? Is it is it within the wallet? Is it within? Because I think that's maybe some some area where people may not understand.
2: Right. So it's it's basically again the. The, the why we built it was to like connect existing financial institutions to each other. Right. So when you have a dollar inside stellar, it's not just a dollar, it's uh, you know, Wells Fargo dollar or chase bank dollar, right. It's backed by a particular institution. And we call that institution the anchor, right? So it's basically anchoring that, that, that tokenized dollar inside stellar to, to the rest of the world. Right. Um, and you can also have these anchors for cryptocurrencies, right? So you can have like a Litecoin anchor or a Bitcoin anchor. And all that is, is it acts, it, it does so an exchange today like kraken or whatever does kind of two things like it, it custodians your bitcoin like you send your bitcoin there and now it's holding your bitcoin and then it's also providing this order book where you can trade these things right mm-hmm. so anchor just does the first part of that right you send your bitcoin to the anchor and it custodians for it and then issues you a token in the stellar network where you can trade it or send it around to other people things like that right so uh so there is some entity that that you have to leave your bitcoin on deposit with to to make this uh distributed exchange work but again it's flexible who you choose to which entity you choose for that and you can easily move it from one entity to another if something goes wrong things like that so um yeah so okay so stellar.org is the
0: foundation but you've created a currency that i guess is the fuel for the foundation and they're called lumens and the symbol is XLM. So explain why the foundation needs a currency to operate.
2: Well, so the foundation doesn't need it. It's, it's for the network itself, right? Because what we have is this open public network and there needs to be a way uh, to prevent people from dossing the thing, basically, right? You, you don't want someone to generate like billions and billions of accounts because you have this database where everything is replicated with everyone else right so the lumen is the way to kind of uh limit that from happening right so uh so every transaction has a very small amount of lumen that must be spent with it so it it, basically one lumen gets you a hundred thousand transactions so it's essentially free if you're using it for anything normal but if you're trying to you know destroy the network it gets expensive uh and the same with making an account like you if you put an account in the network it requires a 20 lumen reserve uh and then you get that back if you close the account so basically just kind of it makes it where people that are doing stuff in the network are, are more legitimate actors, and so that's why you need it. It, it also ends up being very useful for uh, these cross-border payments because, for instance, in these countries, you know, like for instance, like Nigeria, uh, you know, you want to send money to Nigeria to like Bahrain or something, right? There's not there's not a lot of liquidity there, and so rather than having an order book for each of these individual pairs, uh, you have an order book from Nigerian Naira to Lumens, and then Lumens to Bahraini Dinar. You know, you, you can basically just have one order book for each country, uh, and in th- that way, you get much greater liquidity, right? Uh, you know, yeah, I've I, heard I, a lot I,
0: about uh, third world countries using crypto a lot more actively than what, you know, we're doing. We're doing a lot of investing in the Western world, yeah. but is tell me what you know about how it's actually being utilized.
2: Yeah, so, so you know, payments work okay in the U.S. and Europe, and that's why when we explain Stellar to people in the U.S., they kind of like, well, why don't I just use PayPal or whatever? But, but when you go explain to somebody in, in Nigeria, they're like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, I, I, I want this today, right? Because their payments there are just super broken, right? Um, and so it, it'll be a lot like cell phones, I think, where cell phones took off much quicker in places like Indonesia or Philippines, where where they didn't have landlines before where they, they they you know the progress is a little bit slower in the US right it's just kind of leapfrogging effect where the infrastructure is just so broken in the developing world for payments that it, it should just go immediately to this better way of doing things right and and i think so the plan is basically starting there and just grow up from there like basically like eventually the rest of the world should get on it as well but i think you you kind of build this first uh you know foothold or whatever in in the developing world
1: I have a question around around that because say I'm in a third world country. I don't have a smartphone. I have a regular mobile phone. Um, is this a protocol that works on these, these regular mobile devices? And how how easy is it for for folks in the third world countries to to jump on the network and utilize this?
2: So again, it's it's mainly for. It, it, you know, end users can use it like that's that's an option. I think that's really important, but but it's like running a mail server right you can personally run a mail server but you don't really you, you, you trust Yahoo or Google or, or whoever to run your mail server. And the same will be true of this like you can run your own stellar core and like do the transactions yourself or you can just have your financial institution do it right so they have mobile money things. Everywhere throughout the world, the problem is they're just not connected internationally, right? So, so these people have like a, a you know, they have M-Pesa or like different mobile things on their phone, and those work on feature phones as well as smartphones. Uh, and then those, those, those financial institutions will be connected to Stellar, not, and the user won't even really know that that's what's happening. It'd be like when you swipe your credit card, you don't really know what's kind of going under, underneath the hood, but you just know the money moves, and that's all that people actually ultimately care about. Uh, is that the money's actually moving. Right? So
1: you guys yeah. are doing outreach specifically to these financial institutions to get them on board
2: with Ripple? That, that's right, with Stellar, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was Stellar, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was My, my there brain, was I was, I was sitting
1: there looking at this going, wow, this seems yeah. like, I mean, because it's, it, it's very specific around the financial institute yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and how that's all working. So uh, that's the little little brain brain wi- yeah. rewiring in my head going yeah. on. I mean, they're obviously like somewhat
2: similar. I think we're just uh, approaching the market in a different way.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of places you guys can connect with uh, Stellar. I think that their vision ac- – actually, I would like – Jed, why don't you synopsize the the big-picture vision for, the, for uh, Stellar?
2: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, ultimately, the goal, like I said, is to be this kind of fundamental protocol for moving money around, right? Where, you know, when any kind of financial institution uh, wants to send payments – just by default, it uses the seller protocol, right? Like, just when you want to set up a web page, by default, you use HTTP. So, so the hope is that that we can get to that level. I mean, obviously, that's like pretty ambitious. Uh, so we'll see. But you know, maybe it becomes the default way of sending money around Africa or something like that. Like any any of those would be good. I mean, I think ultimately, what I want to see is uh, more openness and more uh, neutrality and, and less gatekeepers for people having all kinds of different levels of financial access, right? Because what you've kind of seen with the internet is it's basically democratized access to information and gave you this open thing and it kind of led to all these benefits that probably the creators of the internet didn't anticipate like things like wikipedia and airbnb and i think we'll see some similar phenomenon when there's this open platform for financial uh for financial transactions right where now if you're a kid in in, in like argentina you can all of a sudden sell something for a dollar to somebody in thailand like it's just it's just i don't think we Will can can imagine what the repercussions of that will be. I think it'll be greater than than what we kind of like first pass think of. So well, it, that's good. what I want to
0: say. It's so. a good thing for humanity. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, more accessible uh, that we make transactions to anybody regardless of how much money they're sending. Transaction fees are are stupid crazy. Uh, You guys can connect with Stellar if you go to their website at Stellar.org and click the community tab. They're on Twitter, Slack, Reddit. There's a Facebook group and there's some unofficial groups as well. They have an email that you can sign up uh, for their Stellar news. And uh, now we've got some really exciting news for you guys because we are going to make it rain. Uh, Travis, why don't you talk about what's what? what we're yeah,
1: doing? I I, I want to get into that real quick here. But I also I want to I want to mention how smoking fast the transactions are within Stellar Lumens. And uh, it, it's really interesting. And, and I noticed that the consensus you guys have your own Stellar Lumens consensus protocol. Right. That seems that 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 doesn't rely on proof of work or proof of stake. It's actually a combination of. Of of multiple things, could you maybe explain that real quick? Because I was amazed at how fast the transaction happened. Uh, From all the coins that I've used, Stellar Lumens was super fast. And why is that?
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the things when I first got involved in, uh, you know, first learned about Bitcoin, uh, it was, you know, once you realize that this problem is possible to be solved, that you can have this distributed consensus, uh, you know, like naturally as a like science person you need to start thinking of other ways to solve the problem and uh you know i kind of came up with the vague idea that that underpinned stellar uh and then started talking to uh professor david who who is a cs professor at stanford uh just trying to like bounce ideas off of him like how to make this more robust and he actually got super excited about it and you know took took sabbatical from stanford and wrote this long white paper that that describes the stellar consensus protocol right so it's it's Basically, what it is is just message passing between the participants, and it's sort of an extension of of PBFT or Paxos. These 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 consensus algorithms that existed before Bitcoin, but only worked in a uh, fixed set of participants, where you know you'd have to know who all the people in the that were validating the transactions were, uh, and extends it where it can work in a federated setting, which is which means that you don't know who everyone is, and people can come and go, and so now SCP is this kind of flexible system that that works really quickly, but you can still know that uh, you know, you know, that the network will converge to one value, right? So um there's more detail like if you're interested and there's more detail on the on our website if you go to the seller.org slash developers, there there's a link in a video where he goes through and explains the, the white paper's there of course, but then he also explains it, and just do this uh, presentation, which is very
1: cool. Big. So it makes it makes it go very fast, very secure, good stuff. And as Joel <laughs> yes. mentioned, we have a big surprise going on.
0: Now, can uh, we make it rain? Now
1: we can, can wow. make it rain. We're going to give away some lumens. Jed over here is is uh, uh said hey the bad crypto listeners, we'd like to hook them up with some lumens. We're talking okay. free
0: cryptocurrency. Now, you guys remember we, we're we've got our own currency we're creating called bad coin, and we were gonna give some of that away to you, but there's no value to bad coin <laughs> right now. And when we talked to Jed, we're like, wait, we can actually give away something that actually has monetary value and if we go to let me go ahead and pull up the um the coin market cap again so you guys know exactly what is coming your way let's see there's the stellar site there's crypto market cap so uh stellar lumens is right here uh when i last loaded currently sitting at um 0.017518 how many decimal points is that six (laughs) six decimal points Um, There are over 11 billion lumens in existence. And first of all, why don't you uh, talk about why you want to give lumens away?
2: Yeah. So basically one of the, one of the fallouts of having a different consistent algorithm, because like uh, proof of work does two things. It it validates the network and then also distributes the bitcoins to the world. Right. So we have a different way of validating the network. So all, all the lumens exist in the first place, like when the network starts. Right. So, um, one one of the mistakes I think I made with Ripple is that we didn't distribute the the XRP widely enough, and so and so with Stellar, one of the goals, founding goals, was to distribute ninety five percent of them widely to the world, uh, and then five percent are retained by SDF to pay for operations, right? So so this is just one of the ways that we're that we're distributing the limits, right? I think. We're, the kind of the goal is to give like for for 50 billion lumens, we're giving small amounts to individuals so hopefully get that you know get millions and millions of people to actually have the the the, the currency and then they can start sending it to each other and it just creates activity and creates you know buy-in and, and interest and things like that so it's just a way to uh promote the network and, and get people on board yeah
0: excellent and because you the Bad Crypto listeners are special. You have an opportunity. Uh, we don't have Lumens for everybody. We don't have uh, millions over, and millions of Lumens. No, no. Uh, over the next month, we are going to be giving them away in uh, probably four different distributions. Um, around 100 people at a time are going to get Lumens from us. And we're going to ask you to do take a different action and be the first to take that action in order to claim your lumens. And in this case, how many they're getting, uh, Travis? Getting, uh, what, 500
1: lumens per uh, per group, right? So we're gonna do what, 100 for the first yep. giveaway? We're gonna give 100, 100 away. And what we want you to do is sign up for the newsletter, right, Joel? Which is valuable in
0: and of itself. And Absolutely. We'll about- <laughs> getting all this value, but wait, there's more. Yeah, so really, really easy to do, uh, to claim to be one of the hundred, and don't get mad of us if you you miss it. There's thousands of listeners to this podcast. That's why we're spreading them out. We actually have 400 sets of 500 lumens that we're going to be giving away over the next month. So for today, the action that you want to take is to go to badco.in forward slash news and put your email in your name and your email and then you have to verify your email address and what we're going to do the way our email database works is it's uh, they're consecutive so we can tell the order that the subscriptions came in and those first hundred verified email subscriptions we will send you through the stellar system an invite to claim your 500 lumens if you don't write us and ask where are my lumens please uh otherwise we're going to be flooded with email just we are going to give them to the first hundred so if you get an invite you'll know that you are one of the first hundred jed thanks so much for joining us today the uh, cto and co-founder of stellar.org yeah thanks guys Thank you so much to
1: Jed McCaleb over there at Stellar for joining us and being so gracious to uh, to offer our community these coins. And so, as we mentioned, we are giving away this week 100 of those uh, Invitations out And each one of those invitations will have 500 lumens That all you have to do is claim them And so here it is To claim your stellar lumens What you need to do is go to Badco.in Forward slash lumens L-U-M-E-N-S No, no,
0: it's uh, forward slash news Oh, forward
1: slash news Right Uh, should Should I redo that over?
0: Um, no, I, I'd say we just let's just keep going. I mean, you guys know we're bad already.
1: We're bad. <laughs> so so that's it. So go ahead and yeah. Actually, the Badco slash Lumens actually takes you to their website or something. What I'm not sure exactly. No, you're with that you're,
0: you're you're really bad today. I don't remember. You're, it doesn't
1: say. It just says Lumens. How to make your Lumens? I, I, Boom. I,
0: I, it's, he's looking at the show notes. He's going, I don't know what I'm doing. That's okay. We bad. So badcode.in forward slash news uh, takes you to the page where you can sign up for the Bad Crypto Podcast newsletter, where we will keep you posted on uh, content events um, things that we think you should know we don't even know it's new it's new news so but the first 100 that we detect as we mentioned in the interview will get an invite for the lumens and then the bad crypto extra is now up on our youtube channel there it is a (laughs) short link to that is is forward slash lumens and lumens is spelled L-U-E. M E N S and this is the full interview. We spent more time with Jed. And this also the latter half, if you want to jump to okay, how do I claim my lumens? How do I get them into a wallet and secure them? Then we've actually shown you how to do that step by step. Super
1: easy. Good stuff. And then in the in the show notes on the YouTube. Uh, link, you will see exactly the time. We'll, we'll, we'll paste a link in there so you can go exactly to that particular time to see how to do that. If you don't want to watch the whole video, if you've already listened to it online, that's great. We'll give you that as well. So Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate uh, every one of you uh, and your enthusiasm and your engagement with the show, connecting with us on the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams and the messages. And oh, By the way, if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, we would love to have your voice on the next episode that number is
0: 708-885-9030 and that number again is 708-885-9030 operators are standing by and by operators we mean google voice because uh because it's always on by standing by by, that means
1: nothing they're just
0: only a hundred people the first hundred are going to get these lumens and there's thousands of you listening okay so don't write us and ask Did I, you know, did I qualify? Uh, We'll contact you if you got them. We're not going to, we just can't answer all the other emails. There's just not enough hours in the day. But know this, that we have 300 more sets of lumens, and we will be giving away 100 100 people each week um, with a different action. We'll get them. So that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Glad you guys are listening. On behalf of Travis and myself, you know how to stay, right? You stay